still look pretty the podcast hey everyone welcome back to the sit still look pretty podcast we're your hosts vanessa and summer and now more than ever we are so happy to have you guys here with us this is a law perspective episode and quite sad but quite exciting to say we have finally finished law, law school <laughs> It was a hard, a hard, challenging, complex and beautiful journey. And this episode is going to just be us talking to you, giving you our favourite highlights from law school, our top tips to getting through that third year exam season, dissertation, all of the stuff that we feel like we can now look back on and actually wish we did differently or proud that we did the way we did. And it's just going to be like a talking episode. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. And yeah. Yeah. So you have our undivided attention from today onwards. I mean, you had it before as well but uh, to now today onwards even more and yeah it's been it's been a lovely journey for sure we've learned so many things ac- along the way and I guess yeah things that we wish we knew before we started law school because we didn't have anybody to <laughs> to tell us oh you know this is how you should do this we've kind of just had to learn it all for ourselves and everybody that we have close to us is in like the year belows in law school and we always provide them with tips and we always help them out and stuff and it just creates such a beautiful uh, friendship between between all of us because of the fact that we've learned these things before everyone else I guess it was just our luck but yeah so I think the way the best uh, way to, to to go about this is to just take it into years and say like you know what we learned from the first year and what we would do differently and then so on and and so forth so yeah yeah so first year was very overwhelming I think because although we've said in previous episodes that we think the jump between GCSEs and A-levels is a lot bigger than A-levels to uni I think studying law I never did a law A-level type of way of learning really took me by surprise the sort of content and things like that is quite different to your normal like history or politics like there's still a lot of analysis that's required but the analysis in the form you know critical analysis our last episode talking about this Mm. um, very much underpinned the way that you answer questions at law school whether that be in your seminar in your seminar work or whether it be in your lectures and I think that was the main thing that really took me by surprise in first year also a little side note in first year it doesn't count right everybody knows this it's like the ultimate rule of thumb for a fresher we barely went out in first year we really studied constantly like we were in the kitchen studying all the time in halls like or whether we went to the common room as well like we studied constantly because we fueled that excitement with wanting to do well and we really like pushed it and we really like just did the most I feel like in terms of education where everyone else was going out and having a good time we really were staying inside and I feel like looking back on it now I kind of wish that I maybe went out more it sounds really weird to say but I kind of wish I went out more because as soon as second year and third year hit it was really intense and it was really full-on and I made some mistakes in second year which I'll give you guys a few anecdotes on um later in this episode that I kind of wish I could have made in first year rather than second year because because I studied so much I didn't actually get to live that life and this is why I'm saying to you guys I feel like you should still enjoy your first year still experience the city that you're living in if you've moved away from home but don't forget what you're there for there's a way to balance it and in first year I just didn't know how to balance it so I just over 
overdid the studying and underdid the experiencing. Everybody makes fun of me because I always do the ad libs and always say like, yeah, 100%, I agree. But this is 100% true. When I started law school, I was uh, in a very different situation than I am right now. And, you know, I was in a relationship and... I just really didn't do freshers. Looking back at it, I don't think... I think I went to like two events and that was it. Massive mistake on my behalf. If you go to uni and you have a boyfriend, you have to go out and make friends because if that relationship doesn't work out, then you're just going to be left brokenhearted, depressed, and with a mountain of work to do with absolutely no motivation. So don't make that mistake I, I I did all the studying and I did all the work and I basically just kind of I still had my fair share of fun to be honest but yeah I massively massively did the studying part and underdid the the fun part and actually in retrospect yeah I wish I would have done that differently because seeing how situ- how the situation has panned out with corona and everything in the second year and third year of, of our degree, we didn't really get a chance mm. to, to go out and have fun and party and get that uni experience when technically, yeah, you should be studying more mm. in your second and third year, mm. but we just had to study more, but had no fun. Mm. And that wasn't because we didn't want to, it was just because pandemic, hello, we're living in a Panasonic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so I kind of wish that I, did. I didn't do mm. as much in first year. But whatever, I guess we make mistakes, we mm. learn from them. And another thing that leads me on to Ooh. say is that you have to take it easy in the first year because... I guess you can you can get very carried away very easily to be like, oh, you know, this is all I've ever wanted to, to go to law school and this was, has been my dream. So I'm going to work so hard and pull all nighters in the library and do all of this. Listen, if you don't need to pull an all nighter in the library, don't pull an all nighter in the library because when you actually will have to pull an all nighter in the library, you're going to be burnt out by that stage you're going to be tired you're just not going to want to do it so don't burn yourself out from the first year because when it gets to the second and third year you really really need to harness all the energy that you can possibly find so do it in proportionality to the fun as well so don't go the extra mile in your first year because like summer said it doesn't count towards your grade yes it does count for vacation schemes and things like that but don't don't overuse your energy because you're going to need that when it gets to second and third year i think this is the thing like like what i said before it's a way of balancing you can balance having a social life and experiencing uni and you can balance doing your degree like doing the education part because burnout is a real thing and especially in law school it gets really intense really quickly and it hits you out of complete nowhere so where you have I don't know a lot of seminar work for example because we got a lot of seminar work in first year I think it really took us by surprise in that sense but we had a lot of seminar work but we wouldn't put all nighters in the library to do the seminar work we would go to a lecture go home do the seminar work and then go make dinner and then either have a movie night in the cinema room or something else but we didn't really do much that was such a bad anecdote we didn't really do much but you know you can do stuff like that you can go to a club in the evening if you finished your work you know it's all about setting a schedule and if you can set a schedule from quite early on 
that allows you time to relax and allows you time to have that quality time with your flatmates, your friends, you know, whoever, even your family, if you haven't actually moved away from, from home to go to university, as you need to make sure that you schedule that you time, because the moment that you burn yourself out with the degree, especially from first year, it's going to be so much harder for you to pick yourself back up out of that situation. And you're going to lose your love for it. I said this to Vanessa from second to third year, like in that little gap. I said to her, I'm not going to burn myself out with this degree. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I'm going to work as hard and as smart as possible. But the moment I start to feel like I'm burning out, I will need to go and have a walk, maybe an hour's walk outside or go for dinner or have an hour phone call, FaceTime with my mom because... I love the law. I love the legal industry. I love the complexities of the law. I love all of that. And if I keep burning myself out repeatedly, like I did in second year, which I'll tell you guys about, I'm going to lose my love for it. And that's not what I want to do. My passion is what keeps me here. My passion is what makes me want to work hard. It's what makes me want to work smarter. It's what makes me want to defy all obstacles that I've faced in my life to succeed in this. And the moment that burnout, I can feel it coming or it just comes out of nowhere. That's when I look at myself, reflect and be like, you know what? Go cook some dinner, have an hour, two hour lunch break and then come back to it because you can't run and do your best work when you're not at full capacity, the moment that you lose that is the moment that work will, will falter. That said, I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit here, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't crying whilst I had to write my dissertation. I would be lying. You do get burnt out, and that's why you should take every step and precaution to ensure that you try to avert the possibility as much as possible because once you get burned out I don't know if any of you guys listening have experienced burned out but when you do experience it it's very debilitating because you just don't feel like you want to do anything anymore and you start to question your purpose you start to question whether you even want this degree you start to to go down a whole lot of you open a whole new can of worms put it that way but anyway let's let's <laughs> let's summarize first year first year was very naive it was full of mistakes it was full of lessons and we learned so many things aside from the how to do your laundry and how to <laughs> make pizza and how to we've definitely burnt a couple of meals here and there but we didn't burn, we didn't burn the building down just yet <laughs> and summer still makes fun of me to this day because i don't actually know how to cook the only meals that i can cook are potato salad and pasta so yeah it's first year uh, was fun it was. I feel like it could have been a whole lot better if we did a few things here and there differently, such as going to a lot more law fairs and going, be, becoming a lot more academically involved in all the extracurricular activities that our society, our campus offered. If I didn't have my heartbreak and Summer didn't have her heartbreak, I feel like maybe we could have had a whole lot more fun together. But nonetheless, it was, it was a good year and we had some surprise shock grades. But I think everybody gets them in first year. I You're think gonna get it right on the first go. You're always gonna have to perfect perfect your outcome. But I'm just glad it happened in first year, not in second and third year. So fingers crossed, there's that. Anyway, so moving swiftly on to second year. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. So we moved out from our campus accommodation because in first year we stayed in, in campus uh, facilities. Second year we got our own house, me and Summer and uh, two of, well, 
another one of our friends. It was supposed to be four of us, but one of us dropped out. So it was just four of us. And it was definitely fun learning to, to live together because it's one thing to be friends with someone and it's a whole other thing to live with them and see them in the kitchen at like 6am and you kind of have to suss them out because clearly they don't want to talk to you, you know, that type of situation. We definitely learned a lot of things along the way. I guess, yeah, study-wise, it was a lot more intense. We Compared to first year, we had a lot more reading to do. We had a lot more lectures. We had a lot more content to cover. and But we also had a greater variety of choice when it came to our optional modules. Because in first year, there were no optional modules. Everything was like sort of given from the university. So in second year, we had a lot, we felt like we had a lot more control over the content that we learned, even though it was very minimal compared to third year. And it was definitely very, very fun until Corona happened. What would you say? I think I had a little bit too much fun in second year. And this is why I'm really honing in on making sure that you guys enjoy and develop a structure that you can schedule in free time from first year and you develop that habit early because I got quite good grades in first year and I got very let's say cocky in second year I was like oh I'm so naturally smart law school is so easy look at me look at what I've done forgetting that we spent most nights studying ignoring all of that my grades were like oh Oh, okay, I can do this. And in second year, I did what I should have done in first year. I went out a lot more. I had the quality time, the work-life balance that I had in second year was completely incorrect. Work was roughly about 40%, life 60%. I was just running on the fact that I thought I was naturally intelligent and law school was the easiest thing that I had ever had to do in my life. I would say, one, again, go develop that structure, that work-life balance structure that works for you to ensure that you are working the smartest that you can. When it comes to second year, I think there's a big jump between first and second year in terms of content. I think V already adhered to it. Like we had a lot more lectures, a lot more reading. It was when we moved from one hour lectures to two hour lectures, one hour seminars to two hour seminars. So it, it does get a lot more intense and really quickly. But everything you learn in first year, it sets you up for that. So if I had carried on the way I was studying in first year, perhaps I would have burned out really quickly in second year. It took me a while to burn out. I kind of burned out around about the time when COVID happened and we had to go home because I hadn't got used to properly studying from my laptop. I'll give us a I'll give you guys a bit of tips on COVID studying because obviously we're still unaware of whether unis are going to go online in this next September or if they're going to go in person. But yeah, I kind of burnt out around roughly around March, April. Um, in second year, I set up Elsa Southampton um with one of my um friends who we lived with mm. which is uh, a local group within the largest law, law students association in the world and i would say that was probably my biggest achievement in second year and i think it really showed me that you can do whatever you set your mind to obviously i focused a lot more on extracurriculars but it has massively contributed to not just my university experience but my work experience the sort of transferable skills i've developed from chairing national conference meetings and things like that has really shown me that you can do whatever you set your mind to hence me and Vanessa starting this podcast literally in our final year of uni but I think grab societies and things like that really grab a hold of them and get those experiences but ones that 
allow you to you know have that quality time but also ones that could also perhaps even fuel your work life develop some transferable skills um at Southampton the University of Southampton is the university that we went to and they have like a women in business society they have model UN society moot courts obviously human rights society where they deal with loads of issues regarding what's currently going on um in the arena of human rights and international law and things like that and I think that those societies are really good to get a hold on but I think you should develop them from first year because even starting Elsa Southampton co-founding that was so hard and it was so difficult to do alongside the mass amounts of studying that we had to do so again reverting back to first year a lot of the things I'm going to say about second year relate to first year anyway because the things that I learned in second year are things that like I said I should have learned in first year but I just didn't because i didn't handle myself very well at all um in second year and it was a learning curve that I very much had to to get over I think I learned my biggest lesson in second year regarding my own perception of myself and how I study because obviously we've said in a previous episode um education prior to uni is very much regurgitation at university law school it's not like that at all you regurgitate the basics that will get you about 40 percent if that, if you're lucky, you know, applying the law to the basics, describing an essay, regurgitating the things that they've said in lectures, probably just get you 40%, which is just a pass. What really comes from it is the critical analysis. And that's something that I really struggled with in second year, because I didn't trust myself. I was very worried that what I was saying was incorrect. And second year taught me that nothing you say is incorrect. When it comes to your critical analysis, you know, nothing is too far because when it comes to the law, especially legal essays, if you can prove it and you have satisfactory, you know, either journal articles, orbiter dictors, anything, dissenting arguments that can back up what you're saying, then it's it's rational. The best way to think about this is with grades, right? And with regurgitation. Think about it this way. Anybody could go to law school, get a book, read the chapter and then regurgitate the content. It's not rocket science. The, what, the thing that makes law, the, the hardest part about law and doing a law degree is the critical analysis. That's what you get marked for. So it's all good that you're learning the content and you can regurgitate page number 67 of chapter three of EU law. But if you can't, first of all, apply it and if you can't criticize it and critically analyze it, then you're not really going to get any marks because if you give a book to someone that has never studied law, they could probably do the same thing. That's why law is hard. It's not because you read, you read a book and, oh, you can't understand it because it's written in like a completely different foreign language. No, it's the application and the critical analysis. That's what gives you the higher marks because that's what makes a good lawyer. When you apply the law, you have to apply the law in the most favorable way possible to get the best outcome that you possibly can, whatever the circumstances are. So you have to think how you can use it to your advantage. In terms of critical analysis, you have to think about it this way. Put yourself outside of the box. Think at a more macro level. Think outside the box. Don't just critically analyze it in terms of the law. Critically analyze it in terms of the wider context in which the law exists. Think about policy justifications. Think about socioeconomic perspectives. It's not just about the law. Yes, you are analyzing it, but the law is shaped by 
a whole lot of different elements which come together. Those are public interest, socioeconomic factors, economic factors, sociological factors. And these all come together. This is what shapes legislation. So analyze it. Think about it. Did it achieve? Did the legislation achieve what it set out to? Did it satisfy all of these wider um, elements, all these wider factors? Think about it that way when you critically analyze it. And like Summer said, nothing is out of the question. If you can back it up and if you can make a strong, logical, sound argument from it, then do it. Yeah, in terms of second year, I think... I didn't really see you guys much because I was splitting my time between London and Southampton. So I was only really in Southampton for like three days a week. But for the time that I was there, it was, I think the first semester was a lot harder than the second semester, in my opinion, anyway. It was uh, very challenging because we had a lot of assignments, a lot of deadlines and a lot of exams. But I think it kind of went okay. I don't really remember it much, to be honest. But yeah, it was it was definitely a humbling experience, to say the least. And then in terms of the second semester, well, that's when Corona happened. And I think a lot of us were uncertain. A lot of us were overwhelmed by the uncertainty that the pandemic was bringing over pretty much everything. Because we had already spent what a year and a half in person in university being told that if we miss lectures then we're just not going to get the same benefit if we re-listen to them online and then everything moved online and I I think we were all scared that we were not going to get the whole benefit of it all and to this day to be honest I still get the question how was it to, to 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 do a degree in a pandemic and I think we'll touch on that when we speak about our experience of third year because that was the year that we did it all online I don't think I set foot on campus for a year and a bit but yes exam season was actually okay in terms of this time last summer it was I actually weirdly enough I was a lot more motivated than I was in the first semester I had a lot more drive and a lot more fuel and I think that that was because I spent so much time at home and I didn't really have anything else to do everyone was just kind of it was that period when everyone was just sitting at home not doing anything just kind of chilling staring at the walls right let's talk about third year third year was definitely very difficult it was mentally challenging it was like nothing that we've ever done before neither I nor summer it was definitely very new to us and the fact that we couldn't well a lot of it most of it actually was in a lockdown so between like december and march we were in lockdown and we couldn't really go out I was in Oxford, Summer was in London, so it wasn't even like we could go to the library in Southampton and study or anything. We were just both kind of confined to our homes. So it was definitely very challenging. And also eating from the same table that you do your exams at is a very humbling experience, to say the least. So yeah, it was definitely hard, but it wasn't impossible. So... And now here we are like at the end of it all and we're here to tell you that it is worth it. Yes, it was a hard year. We're not going to sugarcoat it, but it's so worth it. The feeling that we have right now, it's so worth it. Regarding Vanessa's point about 
studying in the same place you're eating dinner eating breakfast eating lunch snacking um or same place that you're meant to be sleeping or same place that you usually sit with your family to watch some evening television and also having to do your law degree from those exact same positions was traumatic to say the least doing this degree a year and a half of it in a pandemic was by far the hardest thing I have ever had to do and I think it's another reason why us now completing law school feels so rewarding and one thing I would say one of my tips regarding studying in a pandemic if you guys' education is going to be online I would say that schedule a specific place to study and move somewhere else to eat whether you sit at your desk and study and then you go to the living room and sit on the sofa to eat your dinner lunch breakfast if your parents allow it obviously I'm not gonna say you have to sit there don't go to your parents and be like summer said I need to sit at the dining table to eat my breakfast because I have to separate my study space making sure you schedule again this is something I'm going to reinforce this entire this entire episode you really need to make sure that you have some time for your brain to not get overwhelmed because there was many times in third year where I would call Vanessa and I'll be like I'm really not going to make it I'm not going to make it through it was so difficult because the third year content in comparison to your first and second year your third year content is a lot more critical analysis from your perspective so for example my insurance law module we had a formative where we had to create a blog post about some government proposals regarding um, the insurance law field. And it was really exciting because we really got to get our own take on what we felt like these proposals would do. For example, even our renting homes module that we did um, this year as well, that was our last exam. Um, But that one was very much opinion-based regarding what we thought, again, about government proposals, the change into the renting sector and things like that. Like, Dirge was very much a critical analysis from your own perspective based on seeing the historical evolution of the law or how the law has been altered or what could potentially be a way that this section of the law can be altered. It's skills that you could learn in certain second-year modules, depending on what ones they are. Land law, for example, that's a compulsory module. You kind of learn a bit about that, especially under mortgages and things like that, about how things can be altered. But I think the main year where you really learn and grasp your own opinion and sort of become the lawyer that you're supposed to be and you figure out the lawyer that you will be is third year, where you start answering questions in that manner, where you've looked at the historical evolution of it, the impact of certain areas of the law and can really formulate your own opinion confidently and I think that's something that you guys will very much see it will be hard in third year but you will get confident to do things like that yeah I was just gonna say you really start to think for yourself in in third year that's when you start to get your own like voice inside your head that's like telling you what you should write basically yeah exactly and I think third year was you know a lot of people feel like they have to have their life completely together in first or second year they have to know they have to have vac schemes under their belt or they have to know what sort of area of law they want to go into or things like that but I don't think it was until third year that I really got a grasp like the end of second year beginning of third year where I really got a grasp of what type of lawyer I wanted to be and what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be in myself that confidence is what drives me in my job applications my paralegal applications my legal secretary applications because I know who I am so I think the main takeaway I would say from third year is that you don't have to have it all together until then and even until then you don't have to have it all together but have faith that when it comes to third year you you will find 
that you will get it together or even a closer idea in third year than you would have developed in first and second year because you really fall into it sounds weird but the habit of law school between the end of second year beginning of third year and you start thinking for yourself Um, regarding dissertation start researching for your dissertation in the summer that is really helpful to very much be able to overcome a lot of the stress that comes with doing your mocks, doing your assignments, doing your dissertation, attending lectures, attending seminars, if you have any societies as well. Like it helps you to overcome a lot of that because you've already done a significant chunk of it because researching, depending on if you pick a subject, requires a lot of research while you are writing. Like me, put my foot in it with Brexit and COVID, new updates every other week and I had to be on top of it, but I wouldn't have had it any other way because it meant that again the lawyer who I that I want to be is someone that's really at the forefront of everything really proactive really knowing everything that's going on you know commercial awareness skills to the maximum and that I realized that in third year especially from doing my dissertation and from the modules that I picked third year yeah was definitely very proactive in terms of starting to think for yourself and coming in with your critical analysis and your own um, idea of how you want your own essays to start to look like so it was definitely very enhancing in that regard and as Summer says yeah you third year is definitely the year where everything sort of just comes together it's it's like the final piece of the puzzle and you really start to see I don't know maybe you guys haven't done this but I definitely questioned a lot of the content that I learned along the way in first year and in second year and third year I feel like it really showed me why I needed to learn some things and how it all pieces together in the image that we wanted to create so for example equity and trusts in second year to be completely honest with you, like when we did the module, I was like, what is this? Why do we need to learn about this and, and stuff like that? Like, I don't want to go into wills. I don't want to go into that sort of law. But now in third year, we spoke about equity pretty much every other day. And we, we spoke about equity in land law. We spoke about equity in pretty much every single module. I even spoke about equity in my dissertation, just remembering. But yeah, no, so everything just sort of comes together and... That's why we said make sure that you still study in first year because although it doesn't count towards your grades, if you don't learn the content properly, then you're going to have to spend extra time in second and third year to revisit that first year content. For example, if you don't have contract law down to a T, it's going to be difficult in second and third year because you're going to have to revise that content to make sure that you understand the different types of consideration. You have to make sure you understand offer and acceptance and the basic principles of, of contracts. You know, the, the fundamental freedom of contract, it comes up everywhere in terms of land law, in terms of the rental sector, so like housing. Uh, it comes up in international commercial sales everywhere. So you have to make sure that you have it down to a T, otherwise you're just going to increase your workload in second and third year. So that's why it's important to do the work in first year. Uh, Don't slack, have fun, but don't slack. And yeah, in terms of dissertation, definitely start early, definitely try and get ahead of it as much as possible because you are going to have to do coursework. Some of your modules might require coursework. In fact, I had a 4,000 word coursework due the day after my dissertation was due. So definitely 
definitely try because you're going to have to split your time between research for a dissertation, writing for a dissertation, research for your coursework, writing for your coursework, and then lectures and seminar work as well. And believe me, you only have 24 hours in the day. So try and start as early as possible. And eight of them, you still need to sleep. Yes, guys, please make sure you get your sleep and sleep is so important. Otherwise, you're going to just your brain is literally just going to be fried. I think that's, uh, that's our that- sort of rendition of our time at law school, first, second and third year. It's definitely been a roller coaster full of emotions and full of surprises, full of... Uh, sometimes it was positive, sometimes it was negative, but I guess that's just how life goes. We've grown up and we've matured so much in the last three years. In fact, we look at pictures from first year and we're like, oh my God, we're such babies and such like trifles bothered us in first year. It was just crazy. But we leave law school with a lot of maturity, a lot of knowledge, a lot of emotional intelligence as well, and a belief that we are capable of anything. Because the last exam season we've just had, you guys, has been very humbling. Uh, It's been very tough. We've literally, I was in an exam state for 120 hours. So that's Monday to Saturday, back to back exams, no breaks. It definitely teaches you a lot of things about yourself, a lot of time management, etc. So I think we're going to end it. But before we end it, we're going to give you two tips each. So four tips in total. Despite contrary belief, lawyers can do maths. <laughs> and I just proved it. And yeah, so my my top two tips would be to trust yourself, believe in yourself. You can do it. Don't let anybody tell you what you can and cannot do. You most certainly can, even on the days that you feel that you can't do it. Don't let 10,000 words fool you into thinking you can't do it. You can. And If anything, diamonds are made under pressure. But you didn't hear that here. (laughs) And then my second tip would just be to just have fun with it. Like, don't take, obviously, take it seriously because this is your future. This is why you're going to uni. If you're going to rack up a very hefty student debt, you might as well do it properly so that you don't do it for nothing. But definitely also just be smart about it, have fun with it, and just, yeah, love it. Be determined, be resilient. I think my top two would be that some days you won't be motivated and it's not about finding motivation, it's about doing it despite your lack of motivation because sometimes you're just going to feel like I don't want to do this and those are the days that you have to work tenfold and they're going to feel hard and you're going to feel you know really tired but you have to push through because the reward at the end for looking back and being like wow I really did that is so rewarding and it's such a great feeling not all the time will you have motivation but you have to push yourself even on the days that you don't also your weekends you're going to have to work on your weekends as well don't sit back on Friday evening and say oh you know I'm not I'm just gonna pause for the weekend I'm not gonna do any work or whatever okay you might be able to do that in first and second year but in third year try and allocate as much time as possible because when it comes to the end you're going to have to just do so much in such short spaces of time so yeah think about sacrificing your weekend as a sacrifice you make for your future And I would say my second one very much goes to time allocation as well in terms of make sure you're structuring in some you time 
to ensure that your mental health is in check whether it is you go for a breakup you lose friends like we've lost and gained friends throughout uni we've gone through breakups throughout uni breakup throughout uni and you nearly bailed me out there <laughs> i wasn't even talking about you <laughs> just to clarify i've only been through one breakup <laughs> no but you know, you will go through things in university that will challenge you because at the end of the day, you are there for education, but still there with a bunch of 18, 19, 20, sometimes 24 plus year olds. Everybody's in the same boat doing the same thing and you're all just fresh out of sixth form. So you will be going through stuff, but as long as that you make sure that your mental health is in check, you can conquer anything. Scott Adams says in his book that I'm loving at the moment, how to fail at almost everything and still win big. Um, he says that if your positive energy is in line and in check, you can succeed in anything because you, even if you fail, it doesn't feel that big of a failure, aka listen to the blueprint series as well. Cause we really help you out with that. I think, yeah, just be cool with anything. Just be, just be fine with whatever the outcome is. Don't emotionally, I think we're going to cover this in a manifestation episode, but don't emotionally attach yourself to the outcome too much. Just let it be. Whatever will be, will be. And whatever is meant to happen will happen. So, c'est la vie, baby. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, our social media accounts are always open for you guys to message us and give us feedback on anything that you might um, have to say. And also, just because we have finished law school doesn't mean we won't be providing you with the law school tips. This is going to be our personality trait for the rest of our lives. So, yes, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you guys again soon. Bye. Bye.